0: Welcome to the Decompress with Jess podcast, a podcast about mental health, self esteem, and everything in between. A space to decompress with your everyday average person. Jess.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Decompress with Jess. I am so excited to have on Edgar DeSantiago. He is from Temptation Island, a show that I've been watching. I mean, I'm dating myself, but since fourth grade, <laughs> it was on for a really long time and it came back on. And I just um it's a really cool show for people who don't know what it is or You haven't heard of it. It's basically about couples who come onto this show and they're at a crossroad if they want to continue to be together or break up and they're both secluded on an island. The men go on one side, the women go on another and they are tempted by singles. And of course, it is all recorded and there is a camera right in your face. And Edgar was in the beautiful state of Hawaii dealing with all his emotions while being on TV. And he just seemed such like a kind and genuine soul, no matter like like what was going on. It was filming. I feel like that was he was being the truest version of himself. So I thought it would be great to have him on. So Edgar, we are so happy to have you on
0: today. It is such a pleasure to be here. Um, You know, like you said, it's uh, definitely a crazy experience to be on reality TV. And there's a lot of things that, you know, you don't expect right off the bat that you're going to deal with, like, you know, very highly emotional moments you know confusion and confusion and questioning that you never think it's gonna get to that extreme but then it does and you're surprised and you just kind of have to work through it but it's such a pleasure to be here to be able to talk about everything with you
1: I just think it's so cool that you went through something that we've kind of all gone through, more or less not on your level, like the person you're with, you get to see them with other people and you see a recording of them every week. But you went through something that was very private in a very public manner. So can you just walk us through your journey and how it was to be on reality TV going through something that was so private?
0: Yeah, um, it def So going through something so private just to be. You know, on national television, definitely felt like it um, elevated the stakes a little bit of the situation. I went on Temptation Island with my ex, now ex girlfriend, Jillian, um, of three years. We had been dating for three years and we were at a crossroads. We were gra- just graduated from college. She w- was living in Florida at the time, I was living in Indiana at the time, and we wanted to be realistic, you know is this a relationship that can continue past college or is it something that just stays in college? And we didn't want to let go of each other um, because we we really loved each other. And so we were like this, if it's a hard decision to make and temptation Island, which is something that I had personally never heard of until (laughs) it popped up on our feed. It, It popped up on our feed and we're like, okay, that's something that we could try. Why not? You know, And we didn't really grasp what we were getting ourselves into in terms of, you know, we had problems that had arose in our relationship previously and things we were trying to work through together. And we thought it'd be okay if we, you know, did this reality TV show. And it was, I mean, in the end, everything worked out fine, but it definitely brought up so many emotions that i don't think either me or jillian had realized we still were holding on to from things that had happened in the past from our relationship and that kind of just made the whole experience a, a little different um it was a lot to go through to put your personal self and your emotions out on television for everybody to watch and and critique but it's uh I think it lends to being able to be vulnerable um, with yourself, especially first most. Um, I think it's hard for people to deal with maybe things that they've done that they aren't proud of. Um, and the only way to really grow from things is to actually confront them and deal with them, you know, front on and work with them to try not to either repeat those behaviors or those actions or just work through whatever problems you're going you're going through instead of kind of just ignoring them and letting them fall to the backside because then that doesn't produce anything healthy in any way but i think being able to you know be there and have the cameras right there made each of us have to confront our issues and our problems right then and there um you know there's no running away because you couldn't leave the island you couldn't leave the camera people uh, It was all happening right there in the moment, which I think is crazy to say, but it kind of helped me actually fully accept, you know, things that I didn't want to accept about myself, about the relationship and, you know, what was happening at hand. So I feel like almost I want to say that having done something so privately on national television helped me get through it in a weird way.
1: I, I mean, I'm so proud of you because you did something so private that we you made public. And like you said, I think the camera people being there and doing it on television, it kind of made you hold yourself accountable for how you were feeling and what was going on. And I mean, so many of us are going through what you've gone through on even a smaller scale or behind closed doors. We're like, ah deal with that tomorrow. I don't have to deal with that today. But when you have Mark Wahlberg at bonfire and you have all these people looking at you and he's asking those hard hitting questions, you have to deal with it. How do you feel like your mental health was throughout this whole process? Do you feel like this kind of pushed you out of your comfort zone? And obviously it worked out in the end because you feel like it was going to happen and it was the best decision for you and her. But yeah, like what was that whole experience like?
0: Yeah, mental health was something that I don't think I fully was checking in on for myself through the experience, because it was definitely out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, it, we knew what we were getting ourselves into in theory, leading up to the island, but once we were actually on the island, um, it felt like a whole different ball game. And it was difficult to check in with your mental health when you're on there, but it's, it's crucial because like you're going through questions and situations where you're like, okay, like, you know, how am I going to handle this situation or how can I react to this? You know, how is this making me feel? Am I scared? You know, am I sad? Does this hurt? These are all things that, you know, you have to answer in the moment. And so in terms of like where your mental health is at, you don't really think about it until you get through to the end. And when I got through to the end, I realized that for my mental health, I had been in better places before in my life. I knew that at the end of the show I needed to go to therapy. I had already gone to therapy. Mm-hmm. I believe therapy is so important for every single one of us. We know whether we have, you know, life threatening questions or small questions, like it's important to to be able to talk about these questions and things that you don't either maybe want to talk about or you feel like you can't talk about to your friends or your family and to have somebody who you know has a little more knowledge and depth of the human mind and the human psyche um so leaving the show I definitely went to therapy every week uh, my therapist was fantastic I had actually gone to therapy before the show he my therapist was trying to help me prep you know kind of just like exercises to keep yourself centered to keep yourself true to yourself because in an environment like that but so stimulated it's easily it's easy to get distracted and taken away by the island but yeah um, my mental health wasn't great but through therapy it's been fantastic right now I'm a very happy and you know optimistic individual so I wouldn't say that it was anything that hurt me in a sense, but it definitely put me in a state where I was like, okay, I need to really focus in on myself and what's happening in my heart before I can ever commit any time to anybody else. In that sense. I
1: feel like it almost made everyone go through this boot camp, whether they realized they were going through it or not. Like, even though you guys signed up, you, maybe, I mean, I don't know if I would have realized the extent of it because watching it on TV, like sometimes I would be like, oh my gosh, like my stomach is just like, I feel like I'm there and I'm like, I don't know how I would deal with that. But do you feel like being on television, did it alter your thought process while you were there? Like, I mean, stupid question. Did you ever really forget that the cameras were there in a sense? Like, were you just being authentic?
0: Honestly? Yeah. Like the first two weeks are kind of hard because there's (laughs) like so many cameras (laughs) and you're talking and you want to say something (laughs) to somebody, but then they're like, wait. And then you get three. It's like, guys, I'm just brushing
1: my teeth. Like, you don't need to see this. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. (laughs) but then everybody rushes in and so now you're there brushing your teeth like okay (laughs) there's like five cameras watching me I hope I don't brush wrong like (laughs) like then you start going through all these questions you get so self-conscious and you're like oh my gosh okay try to get through it Mm -hmm. but it's crazy like after where I completely forgot we were being filmed truly I think there were certain conversations that I had um certain moments where you're just so focused on like yourself and the people around you that the camera people just become flies on the wall. And so you do get a lot of natural responses and a lot of, you know, natural behavior.
1: I totally agree because I guess at some point, even though something becomes uncomfortable, you're around it for so long, that was your reality. So it just became comfortable. I could almost compare reality TV to social media because I feel like with both, you only see like a highlight reel or what people want you to see, but you don't see everything because not everything can be recorded and not everything can be posted. But I feel like in spite of that, you managed to find a sense of inner peace throughout the whole process. What would your advice be to people who are on social media a lot or watch a lot of reality TV, like all the things that are bombarding you? How do you think people can manage to find their sense of inner
0: peace? Definitely. Um, First and foremost, I just want to say that inner peace has come to be something that I feel like it's so essential to my everyday. Um, So personally I journal in the morning I write down five things that I'm grateful for to get started. And then I'm, I am I write poetry from time to time. So sometimes that'll inspire something. But, you know, we're we go, we experience a lot of stimulation all throughout the day, especially on social media and TV and all the media that's out there. And it's so easy, I think, to get distracted and focused on the stories of this person or the story of that person or what this person posted. But to have inner peace, you have to focus on like what... This may sound cheesy, but it's like, what are you posting for yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, like you start out the day, what are you focusing on? What do you immediately go to? Do you open up your phone and check social media? Or do you open up your window and look at the trees or whatever is outside and take those moments for yourself where you're not surrounded by all this stimulation? Being on the island, we did not get access to any kind of media. So all our phones were taken away. Um, coming to the end of the the experience, they gave our phones back and all of us were like, what, what do we do with (laughs) this? You know, (laughs) because like we hadn't had them for so long. We forgot the, the utility sense of it. Like, but that was amazing because leaving the island, I realized how much time I was dedicating to social media and to always being on my phone. And I was like, why? I found myself I caught myself one one day I woke up and I immediately turned on my phone to look through social media and I'm like wait why am I doing this like in the island I wouldn't have done this I would have just gotten up made my bed and made myself some breakfast and so that helped me honestly to kind of log out of my phone and and social media for a few more hours than I usually would and I think that's something that I think we all could benefit from is just you know Turning off the phone, leaving it in the door, in the room next to you or like in the corner. So you can dedicate some time to yourself in doing something that genuinely brings you joy. It doesn't have to be anything big. Like, I love making cookies. You know, I like making cookies from scratch. And that adds no value to my life or my day, really. It's
1: Yes, it does. It makes you happy and you enjoy it.
0: That's what I was getting to. It's like, it's something that's so mundane. It's like, oh, you're making cookies. Everybody makes cookies. But it's like, that's something that me do from the beginning to end. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. And it's nothing crazy. And I think it's finding things like that, that you can do. That's nothing crazy. Just like kind of mundane activity. That brings you joy. If I wake up and I'm like, today's going to be a great day. And maybe, you know, the bird poops on my car or something (laughs) and that sucks. But it's like, I'm still carrying this mentality of like, okay, today's still going to be a great day. You know, like a lot of things can happen to you, but the only thing, the only thing that can't be taken away from you is your inner peace. Mm -hmm. And so whatever you can do that gives you a little bit of that feeling, do that.
1: Absolutely. Because I mean, who knows? I mean, one day I could just go on social media and we'll be like Edgar's eats and you'll make a business out of like your cookies or something, or it's truly valuable to just do something that you enjoy that doesn't even feel like working. So I was just going to ask that, Ashley, how did it feel the first time they took your phones away from you? Did like everyone feel like, a third leg was being taken away from them? Like, was it like a part of them? Like, I I feel like that alone, I just probably
0: would have freaked out. Oh, of course. I think everybody was like, so the, next, the following day, everybody was like, oh, I have to check my phone. Oh, wait. I don't have my phone. <laughs> so not having your phone is such a weird experience, especially because I feel like we have all become so dependent to our phones. Like it's where you get your work emails, where you get in contact with your family members or your friends or everybody. So you don't realize how dependent you are until you get it taken away. So everybody was experiencing Phantom Limb where they thought <laughs> their phone was in their pocket, uh, not there. And we would have moments like where usually it's the point in conversation where everybody checks, takes their phone out to check their notifications. But then we're like, oh, wait, we don't have our phones. Now we have to just sit here and talk to each other. But that's cool, though. That's cool because then it did make us, you know, if there was ever like a lull in the conversation or an awkward moment, then it'd be like, all right, let's keep this conversation going with like something else or like let's do something. So that was a really cool aspect about it in terms of like it made you remain engaged in the conversation and what was going on around you. Um, I think that was something really cool that all of us got to take away a little bit and implement into into our daily lives.
1: It kind of made you guys be present and in the moment and not be focused on the distractions, which I feel like so often we are because our world is just so consumed by social media and, you know, all the things that come with it. But like you said, we use our phone for everything, emails, work, interacting with friends and family and even buying things online. How do you feel that totally unplugging? helped with your or affected your decision at the end
0: um i think totally unplugging had a big role because you know you're away from your partner for a whole month and all you get to see and hear from them are these clips of them on the other side of the island and usually if you think a about why'd you do that but you don't get that opportunity so like you know i'm seeing a clip of jillian and she's seeing a clip of me usually that'd be when like okay hey let's talk about this like what, what's going on like, <laughs> what are you feeling what's going through your head right now why'd you do it um <laughs> but we didn't get that opportunity um so it definitely added to the isolation that you feel mm-hmm. and not being able to fully discuss everything that is going on with the per the person who usually you would be discussing with like Jillian was my go-to person in any kind of in any kind of situation so not being able to talk to each other really changed things now it's just all on you it's all on your place to figure it out and to make a response or or get you know have an idea about something or maybe not make an assumption about something and wait until later so I, I believe totally unplugging definitely makes a big difference in your experience on the island because usually you have people to confer with or you know you use your phone to like hide sometimes to not have to talk about certain things that you don't want to talk about but then you don't have that so you have to do everything in the moment
1: and I think it kind of just made everyone look inward, which is something we're all, I mean, I'm definitely afraid to look inward, but that's why, like you said, I hide behind my phone sometimes and I don't even realize it, but it kind of forced you to make your own decisions based on how you feel and not be so reactive. So I feel like that's something positive that everyone can take with them from leaving the Island.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, I think it all made, it all made everybody regardless of what we went through. like okay how you know how do I approach situations am I impulsive or am I somebody who you know takes a second to to think about things and it's interesting because there are like different people on the island you know process things differently so some people were like oh I'm taking too much time thinking about everything and I'm not making any decisions. and for other people it was like oh I'm making way too many decisions way too fast and I'm thinking about everything so it's it's interesting to see how it, it changed people on, on both sides.
1: Yeah, and it forced everyone actually to interact, like you said, because how often are we all on our phones? And we're at, I hate this when I'm out and I see people at dinner. I actually saw it last week and it was this couple and she was on her phone and he was on his phone and she was eating pasta. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. You're not learning about each other. You're not growing, you're not interacting. And I feel like it forced everyone to just learn about each other. Because even on the island, I feel like how many different personalities were there? There were probably so many. And how would you have learned about everyone if you were just hiding on your phone?
0: Exactly, exactly. I mean, there's, everybody's so different. And, you know, that opened it for all of us to actually like, you know, get past, uh, oh, what's your favorite color? Or what's your favorite food? You, know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can only ask that so many times. And then you actually have to have like a conversation. But that's amazing though, because it's like you get to have real conversations with these people and talk about things that maybe you don't expect yourself to talk about, but then you're there and everyone, you know, you're fully present, they're fully present. And so the possibilities are endless for a conversation, but with our phones, it, it's always limiting us, I feel like.
1: Hmm. And since the show, how do you feel like your life has been since in terms of social media has, have People reached out to you to positive feedback, negative feedback. How has it been being on the show and the after effects of it?
0: Yes. Yeah, so the social media after effects of being on the show have been good. Um, you know, you get that, that There's a thing. Yeah, there's two opinions to every story. Um, so you're going to get both equally. Um, so I get a. A fair amount of positive feedback and i get a fair amount of of negative feedback but i think it's all you know it all adds to the story because it's all their everybody's perspective and they're entitled to their perspective and and they they saw and identified with the story in a different way than another person would Mm -hmm. which i think is cool because it's just like you know you take one topic but it can be interpreted in so many different ways because our experience our life experience is what Cultivates that that perspective
1: yeah a hundred percent
0: yeah so I think it was interesting like you know I'd get it's all feedback it's all feedback and it's all important I feel like that's such a nice way to,
1: was, that's just such a nice way to look at it because I feel like, like you said, everyone saw the show, but everyone interprets it in their own way based on their own personal experiences. So if you look at it like that, you're not really harboring anything negative from any form of feedback you get positive or negative because you're like, huh, that person sees it that way because maybe it's based on their own experiences.
0: Exactly. That's why it's any negative feedback you know it's here's the, another thing is that i never i try not to hold on to any kind of anger or resentment to anybody over anything because it's just it's a lot of energy to hold on to anger and resentment and you don't fully understand what's going on with the other person like you, you just you just don't there's no cause there's no possible way for you to know exactly oh their thought process was this this and that so that's what made them do this but you don't know so I think everybody has an opinion. Everybody says, says things take it face value and, you know, move on. It's not, you know, somebody saying mean things about me isn't going to like ruin my mood. Cause it's like, you know, it's their perspective. There are certain experiences that they lived that led them to that. And that's okay. You know, it's fair.
1: I mean, even speaking to, you, I feel like the sense of inner peace. I thank you so much, Edgar, for coming on. You really brought, a positive light to reality TV. And I'm glad I got to pick your brain about it because you showed the stuff that we don't get to see. And also the personal development that everyone experienced and all the positive things you took from it, where in a world, I always associate social media and reality TV with not so positive things. So thank you so much for coming on. Before we wrap up, can you please tell everyone where they can reach you or any upcoming projects you want to share minus, I mean, the baking cookies, because I feel like everyone's going to be really excited about that now.
0: (laughs) Once one of these days, I'm going to come out with my own personal recipe and it's going to be (laughs) top notch, top notch, best cookies you've ever had. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, everybody can find me on my Instagram. I that's that's the platform. I'm probably the most active on Um, there. I'll post, anything i create personally i like writing um i act so i'll post any like upcoming projects there um i recently just moved to la so i've been working in a few things here and a few things there so i think everything in due time you'll you'll hear more of me and see more of me which is exciting but uh yes, yeah, my instagram is the best place to keep up to date with everything
1: Perfect. And we will tag you in everything. And one last thing we do on the show is I ask the person if they had one tagline for life, what would theirs be?
0: One tagline for life. Ooh, geez. Um, life is a zesty waltz, my Ooh,
1: friend. I like that one.
0: It's all, yeah, it's got it's all a dance. It so add some spice to it. It's a good time. Life is a good time. Ups and downs, <laughs> turns around. It's all a good time. <laughs>
1: Life is a good time, as Edgar says. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us and decompressing with Edgar and myself. Bye.